Welcome to the Better Bodies Podcast. I'm your host, Bria Wanamaker. I'm a personal trainer and entrepreneur, and I'm trapped in this shitty diet culture mentality. I'm obsessed with my body image, compulsive exercising, and eating quote unquote healthy foods. I'm seeking enjoyment, laughter, rest, and pleasure in my life, but I'm not quite sure how to get there yet. (laughs) So if you want to also find balance in your life, join me on this recovery journey as I speak to guest experts, business owners, and women just like you and me who share their expertise and life experiences to help us find ease and joy in our lives. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Better Bodies Podcast. Super happy that you're here for this Fuel Up Friday segment episode. Um, So today I'm bringing you a DM that I got from somebody, and it wasn't even in relation to Fuel Up Friday. It was just like a vent sesh that was much needed and definitely warranted. And so I asked this person if I could use it to talk about on the Fuel It Friday and they said yes. So I think that's amazing and I want to thank you because um, I think it's so important because I know that this has happened to other people and that it will continue to happen to other people. So let's dive into this. I'm going to read out to you um, what we chatted about. So Uh, This person said that they went in uh, to the doctor for a med change or a med renewal, I guess, and um, they took her blood pressure five times and she was told by the doctor that she was severely obese and needed to make some major lifestyle changes through diet and exercise and that the target weight for her age and height should be between 114 pounds and 144 pounds. And beyond that, oh my gosh, Jesus. I want, sorry, I just wanted to say for a sec, like trigger warning because these weights, these numbers are insanely low and absolutely absurd. So the doctor said that she needed to be between 114 pounds or 144 for her age and height. Um, and beyond 144 pounds, she's entering into overweight and obese territory. That's absolutely ridiculous. I honestly don't know if I know a lot of people like a more similar age and height, I think. And I don't know a lot of people that are under 144. So that's completely absurd. Um, Yeah, and I don't have a medical background, but I feel 120%. And like, if any of you know me personally and know my personality, I'm pretty neutral. I like to uh, learn information and I like to kind of mediate conversations, but I'm not a huge advice giver. Like, this is what you have to do, or here's what I believe. I'm not um, super opinionated in that sense. I guess I do have opinions, but that's for another, uh, another episode on the people pleasing in me where I've probably, you know, toned it down so much that I don't readily give my opinions. Um, however, I'm going to give it to you this time. You're getting it. I think that's ridiculous. Okay. 
I just think that's so crazy. I think that's so unattainable. And I think that's so insulting and so really fucked up. Um, anyway, so she said, I told the doctor I eat relatively healthy and only drink water, really no salt added to our meals or cooking. Uh, she eats veggies, fruits as snacks during the day, lots of protein, eggs, etc., And that she's working out on her own and with the guidance of a trainer, AKA me, whoop, whoop. Uh, using variations of cardio, body weight, and actual weights, like weightlifting, uh, multiple times during the week. Not to mention, this is a side note, she has a physically active job where she's on her feet all day um, and literally being active and using her body all day. So she says, apparently that's not enough in the eyes of the doctors. So I'm mad and upset because the word diet literally triggers me. You need to go on a diet is, is what this doctor was saying. And I want to give kudos to this person, one for sharing this story. And two, she said she was upset in her car afterward. Of course, I feel like we all would be and that she took a moment and was just like, you know what, actually, like, this is not my regular physician. Um, she doesn't know my history or what I've gone through or anything about me really. And she doesn't see me out and being active. She doesn't know, um, like what I do in my life. Right. She doesn't know my circumstances. She just met me this one time and like, and made like came to all these conclusions. Right. So then she said she wiped away her tears and wasn't going to give this nurse any more thought or time of day. So I thought that was really brave and very inspiring because we really do do that sometimes, right. Where someone who doesn't know us, and this can be online too. Like if there's something offensive or, um, yeah, like even just a comment or someone says they, they don't like something about us or, um, yeah, a comment that we find is offensive to us as a person, we can take it on really personally without making that separation of, well, here's what I know about myself. And I know that I'm trying. I know that I'm eating fruits and veggies all the time. I know that I'm active enough. I know that I, you know, am doing everything I can to take care of myself. So I think that's amazing that she was able to make that separation between the two. Um, it doesn't make it any less hurtful and harmful though. Right. Um, and I'm just like flabbergasted at the numbers. Um, if you know me, you know that I'm not a huge fan of the scale because I believe that we're never happy uh, either way. If the number is low, my personal experience, um, just like with an eating disorder, I if I see that the number is low, I will do everything in my power to like try and keep it there, which involves like restricting or restricting food or over exercising or whatever it is. And then if the number is high, the exact same behaviors come out because you're unhappy with the number. So either way, I think that we'll always think it's not enough because it's not about the number, right? It's about how we feel and what we think that the number means. Um, so it will never be enough either way. And so I think focusing on other tangible outcomes, uh, in your life versus just the number on the scale is extremely important. So that's my philosophy. Uh, that's how I manage 
myself and my life. And that's also what I've been telling clients for the past two and a half, three years that I've been training for. Um, and then, yeah, wow, that's a, and so like, I know that this is going to hit home and resonate with a lot of you because I know that some of you have had those experiences too. And I'm sure that even just hearing the numbers, the weights that the doctor was saying was like pretty triggering. Cause you're like, well, I'm not between that. Like, am I obese? Am I overweight? Um, and my answer would be no, absolutely not. I think this doctor probably went to school in like 1930. Um, that's absolutely fucked. So I'm here to remind you that everybody is different. Everybody is different. Um, we all have different needs. We are all trying our best. I truly, truly believe that no one wants to feel like crap. Like we all want to go about our day and feel healthy and be able to be active and participate in our lives in every single aspect of them. And so I truly believe no one is, you know, truly content sitting around, not trying. Like I really do think that everyone is trying their best. And so I think that the doctor saying this and just making so many assumptions was very harmful because you don't know how hard somebody is trying, right? And and if, especially if you don't ask and you just draw all these conclusions and say, here's what I see and here's what you need, um, when it might not be the case at all. Solutions to this, I'm sort of mulling over and thinking. And, you know, the medical community is, they're a little behind, um, just because there's always been so much focus on, you know, like through the, um, pharmaceutical companies about weight loss and just everything about obesity and weight leads to cancer and cardiovascular health concerns. But there's so many other, uh, determinants of health, including social determinants of health that can have an impact on if we get cancer or if you have heart disease or whatever else, um, and I just think it's really important to keep that in mind. And, and also, I think it's important to keep in mind the a vast, ridiculous amount of, I did not know which descriptive word to use there, the large amount of fat phobia that is ingrained in our society and culture. And... So I can't imagine being a medical health practitioner and just being in that field and having to promote physical health and wellness. I can't imagine how much fat phobia um, and just steeped in diet culture um, that profession is. Uh, and so it is on the on the professional, it's, they need to take onus to, you know, continue with their professional development and dive into, um, what's going on, um, in the, in the larger scheme of things, right? There's so many movements for anti-diet culture and, and people coming up and, and seeking for seeking help for health at every size, right? Hayes community. Um, so I think that it's really important. It's, it is, it's the, the medical professional needs to take that initiative. So 
Um, I think that this listener did such a great thing about advocating for herself and telling the doctor to say, you know, here's, here are the things that I'm doing. Um, like just so you know, and listed them out. And I think that that can be really challenging too. I want to give her kudos because this situation probably caught you so off guard, right? Like you go in for just a routine, uh, med renewal and like medication that you've had before. And you just expect them to like take your blood pressure, like weigh you, maybe get a urine sample, whatever it is. And then renew the med, get, give you your prescription and then you're on your way. And then, so if you weren't planning on having this intense conversation, how jarring is that at the moment, right? It's not like you made an appointment with her to discuss your weight or to discuss any health problems that you were having or, um, things like that. It was literally something so routine that you could have walked in and out for. And then you were faced with this big, heavy, uh, shocking conversation. So I, it's really hard to advocate for yourself in those scenarios. I know for myself personally, um, because I know that some people are more blunt and reactive and would maybe say something right away. But personally, in those situations, I tend to shut down and just take take it. Like I would take what they're saying, just like smile and nod kind of thing, which I don't like that. Um, I would rather be able to say something, but I'm more someone who would take it in the moment and then walk away and be ruminating over it and thinking, oh my gosh, that was actually like really bad and really not true. And here's all the things I would have said to her in the moment, but I just couldn't think clearly because it shocked me so much. Right. So I know that there are a lot of you out there like that too, who just would have no clue uh, what to say for yourself in the moment, even if it were, even if the things were true and, and you have been exercising and eating healthy and stuff, sometimes it really just in the moment is hard to speak up and say those things. So giving you lots of love and good vibes for doing that for yourself. And I think that it'd be great if we could all have that in mind, you know, just knowing that it's okay to speak up and give the honest truth about yourself and that it's not being defensive or rude or going against their advice. You, she literally just spoke up and said all the things that she is doing to promote her health. And so I think that's fantastic. Um, so yeah, amazing job. And thank you for sharing this. Um, as for solutions, I think really just at the moment, all you can do and we can do is advocate for ourselves on an individual level. If you are faced in like with that kind of situation. Um, and then also I want everyone to like, I'll link some people in the show notes, um, and I'll link some like different websites and books and things like that. And just take a look into health at every size and just different things about fat phobia and this sort of activism work that we can do to just make, make the health and wellness space more of an inclusive space. Um, because we're all so different and numbers on the scale literally cannot define us. Like I can't even like, uh -huh. when I think about those numbers, I'm just so angry because like there are weights for children and we're grown ass women. Like we're headed into our thirties, getting ready to 
like our bodies are getting ready to have babies. And so that makes me really, really mad that like some of the weights in there are like, I haven't been that since I was legitimately a teenager. And I know that that's the same for a lot of you too. So, um, to say that you need to be this or else, uh, is extremely damaging and harmful. And so know that you're not alone. Know that not everyone is an expert in everything and that's okay. Medical health practitioners, they don't have to be an expert at everything. And maybe this just isn't her strong suit and she hasn't done the development that she needed to in this realm of things. Um, you know, just like looking into it's very tunnel vision, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know, she hasn't really stepped out of her scope, um, of fat phobia and is pretty stuck there. So yeah. Wow. There are so many other things that can determine your health and well-being versus just a number on the scale. So keeping that in mind and check out all the things that I'm going to link, um, just to help you, to help us, to help us move forward as a society and to really shift things. We need to shift our mindset, right? It's really scary right now. It's very oppressive right now and we need to make a change. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, if this episode episode hit home for you and you resonate with this, uh, listener's experience, or if you have had a similar experience yourself, let me know at bodies by B underscore on Instagram. And I will be happy to connect with you and chat more about this because this is really intense and it's really, really hard to navigate because we think that, um, those are the people we're supposed to trust and who are supposed to support us and keep us healthy and safe and have our best interests in mind. And they think that they do. And, we're just not there anymore. We have, we've moved forward and, and we're done with that. We're, we are for health at every size and we are for body autonomy. If you want to lose weight and because that's what makes you feel good and healthy, go for it. If you want to gain weight because that's what makes you feel good and healthy and you're able to participate in your daily life, go for it. If you want to just stay the same, go for it. That is total body autonomy, which you have the right to. And so it's really challenging when somebody tells you that you need to completely shift your lifestyle when they don't even know if your lifestyle is actually working for you. So we will chat soon. I hope you're fired up about this. I'm fucking fired up about this. As you can hear in the tone of my voice and let's, let's make some change. Okay. Let's speak up gals. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and for being on this healing journey with me. If you found this helpful and know of other women trapped in the fiery flames of diet culture who can benefit from listening to this, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social media. You can even tag me at bodiesbyb underscore and I'll personally reach out and connect with you. Until next time, fuel up my loves.